My name is Jason Quinn. I am United States Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer number 500. These are my rescues and rescues from those of us that put our lives on the line every day so others may live. This is The Real Rescue Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Real Rescue Podcast. I am freaking stoked to be here today. <laughs> this is the greatest part about this is uh, I, I've lost a little bit of my voice because I've been hanging out with a whole bunch of people and what we're going to do is we're going to do a debrief of the Eurosa Rescue Swimmer Meeting 22 here in, where are we at? Cascais, Portugal. That was, say it again. Cascais. Cash, cash. Cash, cash. Portugal. <laughs> Hashtag RSM22. All right, so I got a bunch of people I, from the board that are sitting with me, and we're going to debrief uh, the past couple of days because it was awesome. But the first thing I got to mention is that we are literally in the hotel we're staying at. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey, hey Yeah. So we are here in the hotel doing this debrief, and all of us have beers in hand. So I've been telling you guys, I've been trying to drink with you for a long time. I don't want to make it sound like an alcoholic, but friggin' cheers, yeah, man. What a you. hell of a time, man. This has been awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to go around the table and uh, introduce everybody or let them introduce it, and then we're going to do a debrief, and we're going to talk and, and just talk about this amazing couple days and everything we've learned. So... To my right, Ben, start us off. Right, yeah, yeah. So, Ben Darlington from Australia, uh, former president of the association. My, uh, my <laughs> Way to announce that. That's it. My <laughs> reign of mediocrity is over, so, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a sec. Kim Khadmerseis from South Africa. Kimmy G. Kimmy G. Say that one more time. Kim Harmasais. But how does Ben say it? G. Shoes in the shower? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works. I love Uh, it. Board secretary. Again. (laughs) Uh, Love it. Uh, Ivo Pinto, Portuguese Air Force. And now current president. Our president! Yeah, just dethroned the Australian bullet. <laughs> <laughs> we are taking it over. Exactly. I love it. And Neville Murphy from Ireland, board member, and hopefully the next RSM 2024. Oh, it's oh, yeah. oh, 2024, we're going to Ireland. Uh, oh, it got. So, oh, I can't believe you dropped it already. That's so exciting. So I, just, I just couldn't hold it back. <laughs> I said, you know what? That's awesome. I love it. That is awesome. This is where okay, we're it's for everybody out there. We're all having beer here. Yeah. But this is where we're going to destination. We're going to have real drink. We're going to be drinking oh. Guinness, baby. <laughs> nah. Are you are you throwing Portugal under the bus? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be sitting around. We're gonna we're gonna be having Guinness and whiskey and all right. So we're going from Portugal beer. Hey. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm good with that. And then and then we're gonna be going to Irish beer. The Guinness. Stout. A stout. Oh, oh a, a real man. <laughs> I love it. I love a real it. rescue swimmer swims in beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I don't want to take too much of your time because I think there's a pub calling all of our names here in a minute with a whole bunch of people there. So let's break it down. We had an amazing couple days. And we started with, uh, I'm going to start with me personally. Um, I stepped off the airplane. I had to wait about two hours to get here. 
I got into the hotel. My room was not ready. My bags were in the back. And Ben says, get your shit. We got to go to the pool. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I just got, I don't even have it. He's like, I don't care. Go get it. Go, go get your things. Go yeah. get your, I don't care. I was like, Roger that. I'm working on like three hours of sleep. Like half of us. That was all that's, part of my plan. That's yeah. my excuse for my <laughs> swim time. <laughs> and gear failure. Because anyway, whatever. Yeah. We won't even get into that. But uh, Ben, give us a rundown. Like, how how did day one go with the swim? And if you want to drop who won the races now, Ooh, you can. Or, yes. you know, whatever. I'll leave it up to you. Well, actually, the the build-up to this started about four years ago with Mario Vitone just getting on the chirp. He has been on at me the whole time. He talks a very good pre-game smack talk. So the psychological games have been playing for the last four okay. years. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> onto the pool deck, and Cressy was our race day sponsor, so a big shout out to them. So they supplied us with the fins. We busted out four heats of 16 for the uh, rescues from a PT, and as everyone around the table will uh, declare, it is a brutal test. You it, are, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're working really hard, and then there's an apnea component, so it, uh, yeah, it hurts, it hurts. So all the guys got through that. They uh, they earned their wings they were, uh, by completing that, and then we got into the uh, to the international rescue one one six rescues from a relay, and I just I just love it. You're there, <laughs> you're there with three three of your fellow countrymen or women, and all you want to do is beat Finland. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, so uh, yeah, it was uh, beat Finland or beat. Italy. Yeah. Yeah, Australia is always in third. Well, I, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. Australia's normally yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're the down under. <laughs> there we go. So even the even the Akadaka beforehand couldn't G us up for a victory. So yeah, we came in at third. Um, but yeah, so first time we ran the race uh, back in 2016, Finland beat. Italy on Italian home soil and oh my goodness the Italians were furious so they came out firing uh, in Iceland they got up so it was Italy first uh, Finland second so they were now one apiece and a bit of controversy in this one there was a bit of a uh, substitution by the uh, Italians so the f they won but the Finns put in a, uh, a bit of a complaint there was only about, there was seven tenths of a second in it. They, uh, and we thought, well, I think we'll keep the theatrics going. We called a tie, and it's all going to be settled next uh, next meeting. You know, a RSN tie is like kissing your sister, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have a I, I have a question, though. Uh, yeah. Where did Australia come? Well, we, <laughs> we secured our third place. We, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Consistency, Consistency yeah. Got, on the, yeah. got on the podium, so yeah, happy with that. So, but yeah, it was, it was a fantastic day. And like I said, I just, just love the competition aspect of it. You know, racing there with, the, with your fellow countrymen and women, it's just great. So yeah, really good atmosphere there in the pool. And um, yeah, then we, then we shot off for some... Uh, where we go? We went to the palm tree. Dinner. Yeah, yeah. Palm tree. Palm tree. Palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Tell us about that. Come on, Eva. Over a hundred people sitting down for an informal dinner, just having fun. Oh, it was a blast. It, just after four years of being apart, it was really awesome just to get everybody together in the restaurant, 
having some talks. Yeah. But our former president doing this oh. interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just launching us into the next day, into the first day. It was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It was good. It turned into a kind of a late night because if I remember correctly, uh, and, and Neville, were you up late, Neville? That night? <laughs> I, I'm going to throw you right out of the bus with Mr. Irishman. To be honest, I was probably up late every night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am weak when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have okay. to look after everybody, make sure they get to bed right. You know what? That's you know? really admirable yeah. of you. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I'm a kind of caring man. guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't. I can't speak for the after party because I was out. I was. I was done. I was done. Yeah, three hours of sleep and. And then yeah, but you were up at six o'clock and weren't doing your runs when we were still. Uh, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. I wasn't going to get into that. Nobody showed up for PT in the morning, but nobody showed up for PT in the morning. Well, except for Kim from Korea. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. 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 All right, right. right. I bended one day. One day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. All you got to remember is everybody worked out all night. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Twelve hours, curls. Exactly. That's right. That's right. That was the real marathon. Oh exactly. gosh. Yeah. All right, so Kim, bring us into to day two a little bit, because you had, um, I mean, you guys, you guys have set up such an amazing, like amazing workshops and uh, lectures that come in. And how did day two start? So to give you some something about how do you say it, the whole meeting is that whenever we plan a meeting, we have a topic, and this year's topic was occupational longevity. So how to, be, how to stay in the game, basically. And day two was, well, day one, was exactly that, occupational longevity. And it was just awesome, because it started off with our platinum sponsor, partner, Mario Vatone. LSC! Still giving and check, yeah. he, he, I actually posted a quote online, and for the life of me, I cannot remember what it was, but basically it was along the fact of telling us that they are, our partners are there to really just make sure that we can do what we can do. And they're so passionate about us being passionate that they just keep going. But it was great. Mario, and then into, was it? Oh, the psychologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had a psycho, um, no, we had physiotherapist in, sorry, gave away the name. Yeah, that's her. right. Yeah, physiotherapists were in. Evo, are they your physiotherapist? Yeah. Or, uh, it was. It was. It was, it was, it was it your was, personal it, because you. We had videos of you yeah. in there. Like, it, um, he's my personal uh, osteopath. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. He is. Uh, he's helped me recover from two back surgeries. Oh wow. Yep. So, he is also a physical therapist. For, physical therapist for a lot of the surf uh, national uh, teams and a lot of fo- known football players like uh, John Felix from. Uh, Spain. Does he play from New England? Patriots? Yeah, oh, different in. football. No, no, different no, no, no. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. American no, no. football. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. No, no, they, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm We're in Europe now. Football means actually kicking the ball. Yeah. But he, uh, Pedro Cardoso is actually osteopath and, and a physical therapist. Oh, very cool. And, and he's a really knowledgeable guy. And you, you looked at uh, the way we do our SAR work and yeah. our positions. And he try to explain it and get uh, some physical exercises so we can better do our work yeah. and get longer um, in our careers. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. Did he mention anything about stretching? Because I think stretching is probably like my weakest point. 
he didn't so much mention stretching as he did mention about uh, active exercises yeah. where he could actually mimic some of the things that you will do on a uh, star mission. Right. And it, it was very good about that. Uh, the video part I didn't like so much because he got me. He got me. He threw me under the bus in a wetsuit inside a gymnasium. You know, that, so, that was just wrong, to be honest. Yeah. It was just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of sexy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You can't oh, make you get, yeah. a man crush over that? Maybe, maybe I might. You know, I was watching him deadlift like 405 pounds. Oh, maybe that was 95 pounds. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, you know, speaking of the fact of. Eva being thrown under the bus. Ben got thrown under the bus in the second one by Ben Medley, where he did the from Air Ambulance Victoria, where he oh, gave yeah. that debrief on his research into the physiological health of paramedics and the demands of the helicopter winch rescues. How was swimming with a modified helmet? Ah, well, look, I... And bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Ben's study... It was really looking at the physiological values. I, I will not do this debrief justice, so I think we'll have to post up his uh, his doctorate I, online. I, think, uh, but, yeah. I think I've invited him on. Too. Oh, great. So great. hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. he'll take it. Uh, hint, hint. Wait, let's go, Ben. Mm. So, yeah, so basically he's looking at, at values like your lactate levels, your, your VO2 levels. I won't even start to try and explain them because I don't know. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so he got a heap of the Mica flight paramedics out of Victoria, threw them in the pool, and you'll see some of the pictures. They've got this looks like a uh, a rebreather system that's measuring their their uh, VO2 levels and their lactate levels. I didn't have to do it. I was just a safety swimmer for one of the days, but it looked absolutely brutal i think some you know you know those training masks that you wear that you restrict your airflow imagine trying to wear those underwater and that's yeah. that's what it looked like these guys were hurting so much <laughs> and basically what ben was trying to do was replicate what they'd be experiencing in an operational rescue and he was trying to set standards so if you're trying to recruit new rescue swimmers what standard do they need to be but he wanted to quantify those those values and it was it was a fantastic fantastic presentation he did it was uh really interesting and yeah like you said yeah look forward to for hearing that podcast yeah yeah you know i'm excited about having him on about that too uh just because of all the data and research that went mm. into it and yeah it was amazing. good it was you know good. what the nice part is is that he's one of our members yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like our members are doing some incredible things. Yeah, absolutely. And passing yeah. it on to everybody else. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about being here that I've seen personally is like you have so many worlds, literally, so many countries coming together with so much research and knowledge. You're like, I mean, I was slammed with some knowledge today. We're going to get into it in a minute, but holy cow. <laughs> I was like, what? You do what? That's amazing. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Then, after lunch, we went to the Air Force Muse- the Portuguese Air Force Museum. Yeah. And how I was walking into that place. Literally, yeah. It was like walking into, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, for me, it was like walking definitely through history from the beginning of flight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the, our museum has a lot of specimens. But it, everything is state-of-the-art. <laughs> Just launched last year, 100 years ago. well you guys had your helicopters out there too so we had a chance to see your actual helicopters that you as a matter of fact we saw it today 
Exactly. Like cruising. So we had the EH101, the AW119er for Koala as well, yeah. and the AW139er from the Portuguese Hems uh, Babcock. Yeah. yeah, big big shout out to Leonardo there. So we had three Leonardo machines, uh, Leonardo being one of our gold partners, and it was just, I loved it. Crawling yeah. through different yeah. aircraft, seeing where they put stuff, seeing how they they use things in, in different missions. It was just great, just yeah. just really just crawling all over the machines. It was unreal. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, but I had a moment there, uh, when we went in there first, um, when I came across the Alouette tree, Oh. And you look at a museum and say, these are really old aircraft. And you realize, shit, I actually flew in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, did where does well. that put me? <laughs> hey, hey, don't knock yourself out. I did as well. <laughs> Imagine this size of a body. Yeah. That. Yeah. They were tight. They were tight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. And I can't pronounce the name of the place we went to for dinner. Casa de Guia. Palacio Granja do Marquês. Wow, you are way off, Ben. Jeez. All right, wait, 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 back up. Say it one more time. Palacio Granja do Marquês. Sounds good. Airbus number one is donated lands from Monarch, and it's still the Monarch's family's estate. And that palace is from the original family. It's in. It's where the air force actually started. It's the birthplace. Oh no way! Why exactly. did no one tell us that? Oh, that's crazy! There you go. Hey, you know what? We just learned it out. Hey, congratulations! You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Drop that uh, knowledge. It yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, I didn't know that. That's cool. And um, unfortunately, the sunset was uh, really early because if it was slightly later, you've got to see beautiful Sintra on the background. Uh, it would have been amazing. Mm. It would have been amazing to see beautiful Sintra with that sunset. I, I just stayed there a month ago and I fell in love with the view. So hopefully next time, if anybody comes to Portugal, let me know, I'll tell you where to go. All right. Mm -hmm. You know I'm coming back, right? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, I, I, out of curiosity, because you did a lot of work here to like set this all up. Were you making all the calls for all the places we stayed and stuff? Or a joint venture between you and some of the guys, but. Yeah, it's everything about the RSM is teamwork. Yeah. Either the hosts in the host country, they have to do a lot of the uh, hand labor, but our, the, our board also has to go work very hard with our partners in every organization so yeah. we can get things moving forward. But that was, so you fell in love with that place and you're like, oh, this is going to be a good spot for dinner for us. Oh, yes. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. Dinner was amazing. Uh, we're going to get back to drinking the evening away. Neville? All right. <laughs> 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 I, I just made sure I stayed there to the last to make sure you got home okay. Oh, what a gentleman. <laughs> That's all yeah. I have to say. Such a, a great guy. <laughs> I, you know what? Thanks. You know what? I'll tell you what, man. Now, let's start us out on, on the next day uh, after we had just an amazing. And yes, we had a PT session at 0600 that. Oh, hell yeah, see, we did. Yeah. It was awesome, too. It was um, for those that we, we did a little. Some. Some, yeah, some. Few. Like four. <laughs> Wait, a minute, how many people showed? There was there was a hundred and there was like, hundred and fifty at the bar the night before talking up a big game. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. four of us showed up. And the only reason I was actually there is because I told everybody I will be there. And I, I in in fairness, six showed up, but two were late. Didn't make, <laughs> did, didn't make yeah. a six a.m. Hey, cut off. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You're late. You're you're That's out. It. Yeah, yeah. Go. What you Whoa. got, Kim? No. Uh, 
inevitable. Yeah, day, gonna go I, I mean, day two, we, we kicked it off there, I think. Uh, I think what was lovely, actually, was meeting for breakfast. Just down oh, in the hotel yeah, itself. Yeah. The food is super good oh, as well, you know. Such good um, food. But kick off the conference, uh, I think the first uh, was the what it, what it takes to be a rescue swimmer. And a, a real detail there by um, psychologist, what's his name? Pedro Piedad. Yeah, it's a good thing we have a translator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we needed that all week here as well. Because, you know, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry, never, I'm cutting you yeah, off, but no, no, I can't no, pronounce no. any of this yeah. stuff. Right? Neither can we. You're yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all struggling here all week with it. But, uh, th- this was, I think, was probably one of the uh, real important days for, the, for the, the, the whole few days we've been here. And it's what I got most out of it. I mean, we had our, uh, our partners. We had Light Flight, uh, Your Suit, and... Um, we had Leonardo speak as well, and it was absolutely brilliant. And we really got into the depths of um, the guys talking about accidents, incidents, and problems that they'd had over the years. And really, really important, I think, was the mental health aspect of the whole thing. Yeah. That's that so important. It, it brought it absolutely. so home to everybody. I think we yeah. all need to understand this, this mental health side of the things, and uh, we all have problems. We all need to talk, and then I think Keith, Carolyn spoke about the peer-to-peer support was absolutely fantastic. But what stood out for me uh, that day was Sam Fielder. Oh, and yeah. his, his honesty, he went through a lot in his, he had two accidents, uh, which he's, I think he spoke about you before. Um, he did, yeah, yeah. I was actually just gonna say that. So Sam Fielder has actually been on this podcast, yeah, and he yeah, told yeah, his yeah. full story uh, here. And actually, you know what, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but. Yeah. He actually said something like during the the speech. He he, he name dropped Real Rescue. I was like, oh, I, Sam, dude, I love you. Score. Yeah, but he actually made a comment of like before he came on to talk to me about it. He actually called a couple friends and like, hey man, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm about to talk about this, and I haven't talked to anybody about this. And now his story is worldwide. Yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah, it. You know, it's. Yeah. it's there was, there I was, mean, there was hairs that tingling, yeah, yeah. feeling thing there at one stage. I mean, you know, he was so honest and so raw. And right. I think everybody felt it. Totally. You know so. what I loved about his his talk was the fact that you really need to own your recovery, but also yeah. the same thing that tied in with Keith was you need to reach out. Right. Yeah. And not just within your circle within your because sometimes your your family and stuff they they're with you all the time yeah but speak to your colleagues mm. yeah because they'll understand how you're feeling in terms of that it's like they work with you they know the job because they do the job too and they'll know then also how it feels to not be in the job and how yeah. badly you're wanting to get back and how badly they would want to get back so uh, Sam Fielder being episode 63 out there. And then actually, give me, if you don't mind, look up one more for me. Um, and that would be uh, Keith. Keith, Keith Carolyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a little further. And you know, it, it's interesting because I remember uh, Keith Carolyn is, oh yeah, episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was set up on purpose. Oh, I'm yeah, just going to throw that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. but you know it, it was interesting to me because as both those guys were talking uh, you know I can relate from my uh-huh. own incidents my own cases my own yeah. feelings and you you know you come back from the shop or come back from that case and you're on such a high 
And then, I, I mean, I've said it before, I was in the shower crying two days later and like, what, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And not reaching out to my friends and not reaching out to my colleagues because what's the first thing we say? Because we're like- Hardwired. Hard, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I'm okay, I'm good, mm -hmm. I'm so good. And we you always do that. Yeah. Um, in, um, three years ago, uh, when we spoke about it later in the meeting, yeah. I had one of my best friends uh, perish while uh, I was away on deployment. And I, I try to take it like a trooper. Yeah. And uh, I think most of you know me, I'm a really uh, fun guy, really high spirit. Fun, immature, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh. But then you get a subject like that or you had, it's one of my soft spots and you, you can see where, where Sam and Keith Carolyn spoke where you have uh, subjects that you can't touch. Right. And you, you, everybody has, goes to their little dark place that you have to talk about it, you have to really exhale, exhale everything you, you mean about it yeah. so you can process it or else everything's just gonna fester. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Totally. So, yeah. like, remember when we spoke about my injury, so yeah. all those years ago. And your episode, Oh, I know. I reckon I know, right? Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I'm supposed to know these like right off the top of my head. And oh, come on. It, so we're over 100 happened. in. I can't exactly. remember them all anymore. I'm uh, sorry, guys. Jeez. But I remember. <laughs> oh, just outside 11. What? Am I? I said 11. Yeah. 11. Oh, hey. I remember the number. Number 11. <laughs> you were my first. Hey. That's it. Sorry, Mel. My wife is going to kill me for that one. <laughs> Mel was him, not me. But the funny part was I joined, my first meeting was in 2016. And that was when I met Sam for the first time. And I first heard his story. And I had had a bad accident, mm -hmm. also a bad rescue, well, a bad rescue accident in 2012, mm -hmm. around there. And I didn't realize that I had PTSD from that. Yeah. I only found out years later when people started, and it had been festering because I didn't speak to anybody. Mm. Yeah. And it took about a year, year, year and a half before I actually started speaking to people because people then turned around eventually and said, oh, listen, you are really, you're really getting out of hand. Like, it was bad. Mm -hmm. And I listened to Sam's story, and I remember, I was in tears in, in yeah. 2016. Yeah. I was, the first time I he heard it, I was just like, I had goose flesh and everything. And even again, now this year, it still hits hard, hits hard home. And it's just so great to hear these stories from others, to know that you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. I mean, everybody can relate to this, and that, yeah. was, that was the whole point. Of you, you could see that in the room. Everybody just soaked that in yeah. and understood because yeah. we've all been there. We have. You know. Mm. It's you know, Keith. I love Keith. You know, when he dropped his episode 69. <laughs> 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 um, you know, he he gave his personal email, his personal phone number. Yeah. And I'll tell you, everybody here sitting at this table, if you reached out to any of us for any point in time, and, and I truly mean that, like we would be there to answer. Yeah. Whatever you want to talk about, uh, we'll just have a conversation. Talk about it. How you feeling? But look at the mm. fact that he had phone calls. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Keith yeah, got yeah. phone calls from, from the U.S. and other places yeah. after, the, after he talked about it. Yeah. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. So you know that everybody out there, you, I we don't care. Man, I'll 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 listen. Everybody mm. here will just listen. Yeah. We know it. We've been through it. We know it. We understand it. I'm so grateful that those guys went in and, and talked about that in both those lectures. Absolutely. So. Yeah. But. You had that morning lecture as well, and if you remember correctly, what it takes to be a rescue swimmer, the. Um, it was uh, done by a psychologist that followed a whole Portuguese rescue swimmer course. Yeah. From start to finish. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah. And um, he, um, we apparently in Portugal, are, along with the Argentinians, we do psycho-evals for rescue swimmers. Apparently, I don't, I don't know this, but I've been told by our psychologist who's been talking to Oliver Hamlet yeah, about yeah. Hey. Hey. He's yeah. awesome. And they started figuring out that uh, looking so some precursors on if people are in the right mindset at that time to do a rescue swimmer course or if they have the right social support. And it goes into people learning to listen or learning to talk about their feelings or how they want to proceed and how they can handle the stress that everybody's gone through the course. I imagine right. you in the Coast Guard go through a sheet. Yeah, uh, you can say it, you can say it, I'm sorry. We made it quite far. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, did, right. you did really well at Tom's out. Oh, that's shit. That's <laughs> and I'm we just sorry. went to PG. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went prior to Gladys Fullway. Yeah, but it's, Everybody goes through stress management when they go through a rescue swimmer course. Yeah. It's, part of, it's part of the gig. Yeah. You have to, the instructors need to see if you can handle it yeah. to, because they want to trust you that you don't kill yourself right. or others. Right. So I think mental health, mental health is one of the most important pillars is, as being a um, rescue swimmer or a first responder for that matter. Yeah. And it could be hoist operators because in the cabin crew, where the guys that smell everything. Yeah. Where the guys that <laughs> yeah. see yeah. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think uh, when you're going to occupational longevity, you have to look at a holistic approach. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to look at everything that will make someone have a great career yeah. and have fun while doing it. And there's always going to be uh, spots that you're going to suffer a little bit. You know, most Olympic um, sportsmen, they have the third rule. So uh, a third of the days you're going to feel really great, a third of the days you're going to feel okay, and a third of the days you're going to feel like shit. Mm. So it's, it, if you're an Olympic sportsman and you have that rules, I think it should be normal, those rules for normal life. Yeah, Absolutely. agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. day. Yeah. It, it's it's supposed to be a balance. It's yeah. not you're not always going to be okay. Right. You're sometimes you're high, sometimes you're a little low, but all that matters is that you have the capacity to handle. Do you know that it's going to balance out? Yeah. After this week, I'm on a freaking high all day long. Oh, Hanging so out with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Let's keep going. What what, about, what else do we have during that day? So it was it was a, it was a great day. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. yeah. oh my yeah. gosh! So. Oh. Wow. The, what uh, what was that? The first one was. Um, MP tomorrow. That, that's right, and that was uh, yeah, all the Air Force guys. Yeah, so that was the U.S. Air Force's Air National Guard out of New York, uh, West Hampton Beach, the 103rd Rescue Squadron. 
and they spoke about <laughs> they spoke about the MB Tamar rescue. Um, which, which it, for the record, which, I've already asked them to come on and tell that story. Oh, good, good. I'm working on it. I'm working. So don't, don't spoil everything. No, I'm but not it, gonna. But yeah, let's just put it this way. Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a good. Yes. There's 30, a good story and there's a great story. Yeah. That's a that's great story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thirty-six hours. Yeah. Uh, Who does that? Who does that? Uh, like uh, most of us will go out on a tank of gas, and well, maybe two, but and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, thirty-six hours planning drugs. Planning this, planning that. Uh, but for Burns yeah. patients, one yeah. of the most critical patients yeah. in healthcare is Burns patients. Yeah. And then it, how it changes. And then it started with the U.S. and ended with the Portuguese. The Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. Like but, awesome. No, nah, but I gotta drop a line on you because you gotta interview the Portuguese crew oh, that did as well. Oh, it's already been talked about. Ooh. Make it happen. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. No, yeah, that was amazing. Not many crews will do a seven-hour flight to get those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Stra yeah. seven hours straight flight. So three hundred fifty miles away from right. Shore. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Totally. I mean, yeah. middle of the Atlantic Ocean. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah where see. Judas what? dropped his boots. <laughs> <laughs> And our, all right, so our next one, we're going to skip past the Air Force because that, that story's coming. But Alvin Flynn, you've had him yeah. on. Oh. Twice. Oh. Twice. Yeah. So we got episode 10, which is uh, like right now the most popular, sorry guys, the most popular downloaded episode. I'm not surprised. It is amazing. And the videos that follow that are all over social media that the ship are sideways, you know, moving oh. in three different directions and they... The greatest part about that story for me is the fact that they went out, they pulled half the crew off, then they went back out, pulled the rest of the crew off, then they went back out and saved the ship. Yeah, like yeah, put, yeah. Put who back on? Yeah, and, and the oh, coast. Yeah, it was oh, amazing. Yeah. just and you know what? A shout out to them because uh, Alvin and Hans won uh, by popular vote through mm. the Euro. Some members, the rescue of rescue of the meeting. So. Rescue of the yeah. meeting. Yeah. Legit. I have to say one thing about the Norwegians. They're a badass. Yeah, I know. Oh my They're goodness. badass. Yeah. Like yeah. a little spoiler alert about day three. Yeah. We heard it from another Norwegian and it was a female. And I was just going, What? Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys do what? Do yeah. what? <laughs> it was awesome. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, episode it is what is it? Which one? Oh, oh yeah. So fifty six. Yeah. So fifty six is the Viking Sky, right? Oh, 55? 56. Yeah, Oh, 55, my bad, sorry. So 55 is the Viking Sky, so we debriefed both those, and it was, it was incredible for me to hear again. Alvin did ask a question to the audience, and I'm the only one that answered, because I knew the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you, know the, you know what the best part about that was? Yeah. Everyone turned around as if they were just horrified by the yeah, fact I, that, <gasps> like, would, what? You would, you know that? Women and children go last? What? No, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. No, but the best part was Elvin called you out and said you cheated. I totally did. <laughs> they were, they were yeah. so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else was talking. Everybody else was yeah. scared to admit what I said. I'm just yeah. saying. That was, right. that was a very interesting question. So let's, let's repeat the question because the question was... Go ahead, Kim. It was... What was it? It was ethics versus morals... Yep. This is efficiency. 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 Yeah. So you Who have. Who would you take? Yeah, and here we go. We've got a cruise ship. 
It's uh, taking yeah. on water, dead engines, and they have to pull one thousand. 600 something. Yeah. yeah, so let's go round numbers and say 1,500. And it's more than that, but we're going to say round number. Who do you take? Pop quiz, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, I mean, that's a legit question. You've got four resources going. And let's say, let's say you can take 20 people per load on the helicopter. Let's do the math. Say the type of helicopter, though, because not everyone can take... Uh, agreed, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's average it out and just say... 15 to 20. How's that? In yeah. an S92. Yeah. S92. Yeah. Puma is what I So they, yeah. they got a big and aircraft. I'm sorry, sorry, each one, one can take 30. Oh! oh! I'm sorry. Oh! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone could see the visuals right now. Yeah. <laughs> My dick's bigger than your dick. I'll just say it, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. it, you know what? I, yeah. Actually, Neville, let me ask you. What you have that same scenario? Uh, what's your what's your opinion? I'll give my opinion. Let me say my opinion because I like to throw myself under the bus. But you know, after hearing that, um, for me, and I, it's hard to say this, but I want to pack the helicopter with as many people as I can. If I have two people in a stretcher and a lady in a wheelchair, that takes up half my cabin space, and now I can only fit another five people instead and, of yeah. a full twenty. And triples, quadruples your time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Uh, you know, I, mm. I am not representing any other military branch and or service and or whatever <laughs> else you want to say for legal whatever. But you know what? When you're on scene, that right now, saying that not being on scene, that's what my call is. Neville, what do you, what do you think? It, I found that really, really interesting. And when he posed the question to us, I actually stopped and thought and said, shit. I've never thought of this before. Yeah. And, and that, that really brought it home to me. And, you know, I've processed it since and listened to it. And I think, you know, I think he came up with the, the right reasoning behind it. Now, we would all go out there and, and take those people in the wheelchair and take those, you know, women and children first. And that, that's the obvious thing we do because we're morally bound normally. And that's, that's what we do. We're, we're kind and we're yeah. caring. But when you actually analyze it, you need to expedite your mission. Right. But again, I suppose the whole thing is every single mission is different. Agreed. Yeah. So mm -hmm. tomorrow you go to a similar scenario, it could be completely different. Right. But I think what, what he is, what Alvin has done is he's created the thought process for us to now think about this. And that's certainly, yeah. 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 That's yeah. certainly something that I'm bringing back to home to Ireland. And yeah. I'm gonna email all the crews out there and say, lads, have a thought about this. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, just sit, sit down and think about this for a little while. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. Because this is not normal, you know? It's not normal. And it's, it's, it's a hard decision to make. Yeah. Oh man, I would just hate to be faced with that because that's just shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a tough one. Really yeah. is. I think, I think the major problem with looking at that problem is when you look at the way nurses will do triage. Yeah. 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 You have triage in a normal hospital, mass yeah. Yeah. function, yeah. but then you have mass triage. Right. And it changes completely the way you yeah. look at things. 100%. I think it's a subject matter that's not well explored in our community yeah. because nope. there's not many uh, incidents yeah. in that respect. Yeah. But the incidents, the incidents we've seen in all the meetings yeah. always leads to somewhere close to what Alvin is talking about. Yeah. You have to make decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And decisions hurt yeah. because yeah. you make a decision and you might not think about it uh, or process it 
but when you come back to your home base, mm. you're going to mm. process it. Yeah. Mm. But and the, you're going to see the consequences of that either in the person's family, in your local community, or in your own sour community. Right. So I think that it's something that subject matter that definitely needs to be explored more. Yeah. And it should be like a conversation to set up like a meeting with all of us and start talking about it. Yeah. Some of the, mm, yeah. the um, events that we've seen and how it was done and let every individual SAR community make yeah. their own decisions. It's kind of an interesting thought too because you have, when you, when you really think about it, it's not a mass casualty yet. Yes. But it's mm. a, it's going to be a mass casualty. It's kind of weird. It you're, yeah, it's you're like, you're looking at like, everybody's relatively safe and okay at the moment. Yeah. But it's about to be a mass casualty. Well, so yeah. when you look at a mass casualty, yeah, do they have a pulse? No, you move on, they're dead. Yeah. You know, it, and is, in all reality, that, it's, that's it's triage. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah mass like, casualty, done. You, you get injured people, you just triage. Yeah, this but, is but this, yeah, they're not, it's not a mass casualty yet. Yeah. But so that's it, what Elvin brought up. Yeah. The fact that the Viking sky was between two reefs, yeah. which were shallower than the Viking sky's draft. Yeah. yeah. Not even 100 meters on either side. So that could have been, and as you said, you do not get into trouble in that area. That's the worst part of Norway. Right. To yeah. have yeah. your engines go. Oh. And that then led on to the next to the next rescue in the same day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hagerland um, yeah. captain. Yeah. That timber ship. Yeah, another one. Yeah. Which they actually thought when the radio call came in, mayday, 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 they were like, is this a joke? Are you kidding me right now? And no one knew. So they were like, oh no, it must be a joke. Oh no, it's not. And, now, <laughs> and, then, and then they're talking about gear because you've got yes. all this gear and equipment on uh, the Viking sky, and then you don't have stuff for the other, so now, again, so many, like that is like, like one of those war game scenarios that you do and you're like, <laughs> and <laughs> let me drop this and let me drop that. And you're like, but it's reality and it's, it was real life. Yeah. You know, so many lessons learned. Can you imagine how, how many moving parts were in that whole scenario? How many helicopters, how yeah. many on-scene coordinators, how uh, many joint yeah. Re yeah. Uh, rescue coordination centers were on and how many people made that happen? Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed at uh, how successful they were doing that rescue. Yeah. You know, kudos to them. It was impressive. Come on over. Speak so, Come on, hurry up. Walk yeah. over here. Walk over. We, we got a, we got a uh, special guest coming in. Sam Fielder, we were just talking about. You can't steal that. That's Neville's. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you can have the kitty chair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Sam Fielder, come say hello to everybody. How we doing, everyone? We're yeah, good. good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We 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 are just going through each of the days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't worry. He's late on purpose. We were talking yeah. about you. We were. Yeah. We were. Good. Yeah. Excellent. It was good. And how much um, we just loved, loved your so talk. So I, I so I'll end it. I'll end it with this because I, I believe after that that we were done with the day there, right? We were yeah. done with the day there. We yeah. went to the gala dinner. Gala dinner. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Wait a minute. Hold Fancy on. Fancy dress. We that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, I was stoked. I love throwing on a suit. My wife is like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you clean up nice. I'm like, oh, thanks, honey. That's when, you get, that's when you get people to dress brightly. Yeah. And come over and be actual. Um, you see everybody's medals. Yeah. And 
But I think most of it, you just bring a little respect to, to the SAR community and you can have, um, you can actually sh show our honor to those who have fallen and, and yeah. see how people dress up. Yeah. It's cool. No, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, actually, one of the things I really enjoyed about that is getting to see everybody's dress uniform. It's, like, yeah, it's, it was cool because I'm like, wow. And then uh, let's see, I, who was I talking? Oh, yeah, David Betts. You know, him and I are talking about doing our own Eurosi uniform. So we're going to fly to Thailand. We're going to design it ourselves and then bring it back to you guys, all right? <laughs> no, well, I no. think what I want to do is follow the, uh, the Irish because they have all the buttons in the front. They have like eight buttons. Yeah. So, I, and, you know, we're just going to make them all gold. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was freaking amazing. Just know that they shrink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the beer talking? I think it's the moisture in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I'm just kidding. No, it was it was incredible. It was but, but what I really enjoyed about that is when we all gathered in the uh, the, the foyer, the hotel here, and we exited the door and walked to the to the gala dinner, just seeing everybody as a group walking together. It was just, oh, yeah. just a little moment there that I had, and I thought it was lovely. Yeah. And, Everyone dressed to the nines, and we heading to the dinner, walking down in our happy uh, place, chatting yeah. away. Yeah, yeah it was good. The breeze it was beautiful. Glad you enjoyed it because the cars driving down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't like they it at all. Dressed at all. No, no, no. no. They were like, but, what the hell? But um, our former president. Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> no. 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 Uh, delivering uh, rescues one one six um, trophy. Trophy. Yeah. Can you yeah. talk about a little bit about that, Ben? Oh, look, yeah. I like I said, I I love being in the pool. It's great, and I was kind of saying that what we get to do at that uh, that uh, Eurosa PT day and the International Rescue Swimmers Relay is just amazing. So I was kind of saying when you're there in the helicopter and you're flying out on an, an intense job and you get on scene and the, and the weather's really rubbish and the waves are up. The winch operator opens the door. Mm. There is just this energy in the air, and it's just you know you know you're going about out there to do something big. The only time you get a feeling that comes close to that is when you're standing on the blocks, like I said, <laughs> with three of your fellow countrymen or women, and you know that the Italian guys and the Finnish guys are trying to kick your ass. <laughs> all you want to do is destroy them, and it's just it's the intensity yeah. is just there. I love it. So I'm not sure Mario yeah. and I had the same intensity, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, we—I yeah. I swam hard. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you, you've got, you've got, yeah, you're swimming. You know, you're kind of representing and, and swimming in that regards. But there's also quite, quite a, a deep meaning behind the International Rescue Swimmers Relay, and that that comes down to the 14th of March 2017, when the crew of Rescue 116. Four of them, again, really close, close four-member crew went out to assist someone who was in trouble out on the seas. And unfortunately, as Nev knows, they, they, uh, they, they didn't come home. So at that time, the association, um, we had a few members from Ireland uh, in, in the association and Kiaran Smith, one of our members, was on board Rescue 116. And, and as we know, unfortunately, he never came back from that mission, so the association decided to dedicate the International Rescue Swimmers Relay to Rescue 116. So, you know, it's there's so many reasons to swim on that day, and it's just, yeah. it's, it's quite a special event, you know. It's, it's intense, but you've also got a really, 
a really, it is personal. You're swimming for those guys, and it's it's quite a personal personal thing to go out and swim for. And, and it, it is intense, and, and everyone wants to win that trophy. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it's good competition, and, yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's quite it a privilege good. to the to the crew that gets to, to raise that trophy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. absolutely fantastic. I mean, from from my point of view, I know in my heart and soul that the Irish team are probably never going <laughs> to win this. <laughs> and, and I absolutely accept that. But on a, on a personal level, the, the the respect that is shown by the members is is just it brings me to tears every time. Last night when we mentioned it again. I had to walk into a corner for a minute yeah, and then yeah. just pull myself together, you know, because uh, we have to we have to remember the people who were before us, guys. And, Absolutely, you know, that's right. Yeah, yeah totally. And it, it, it's a beautiful part of our meetings. It really, really is, and uh, it touches deep. Yeah, and the good. respect that's given by everybody on the day is just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, incredible. We'll, we'll definitely win it next year. On home soil. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Home soil. Let's I go. I think RSM twenty four is going to have a pool with one of the lanes slightly shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, it'll be, be coloured black with a creamy top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, uh, no, it, it ended well, and I, that dinner and and all the. Handing out wings and everybody's swimmer wings is, you know what? I, I earned a pair of gold wings. I didn't even know, and it was because I've been doing this for over 20 years. I was like, holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> like, what the hell? But uh, no, it was it was awesome. I, I really the way you, everything is set up here and all uh, the whole association and what you guys do, it's incredible. And it's sharing knowledge like this, but it was good. So you guys got anything else to add for the well, we, the dinner got, time? Got, oh, no, no, not the dinner. No, no? okay. Neville, so we were drinking to the end of the night, weren't oh. we? <laughs> we're, we're Is it bad that I'm throwing you under the bus with like yeah. drinking every night? Well, look, you know, you're the, Irish. The, the last night in particular, make sure everybody's their long days. Yeah, so we have to make sure that everybody's okay going home. That's right. So we have to stay. Through. Can I just mention something about the drinking part? Okay, so <laughs> one of the things that no, no, it's like one of the it just it just in South Africa we have a word called chias, and this group has Gies. And what Gies is, it's that amazing atmosphere of just everyone who's coming together has the same amount of passion. And you just feel that, you know, like when it just wells in your chest and you're just like this positive vibe that just goes around. And our members flipping, they organize themselves an international night. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? That yeah. is so awesome. It's pretty cool. Actually, I, I got to throw credit to everybody that came because everybody that showed up brought like a, a bottle of alcohol from their country or three. Or food, actually. Yeah, and food as well. That's yeah. right. And, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden, we're all sipping on Lord knows what was actually in half those drinks because no, right. some of it hurt going down. But you know what? Hey, yeah, hey we tried it. There was some homemade stuff there, which was quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was amazing about that is that Everyone was so proud of what they brought to the oh, table. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they stood by it and said, you taste my drink from yeah. my country. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was it bringing was everyone together. Yeah. Did Fantastic. all of you get to eat the pickled fish as well on toast? Uh, you know what? I yes. Was, that I was interesting. I yeah. think it was force-fed to most of us. Wasn't it, wasn't it a swordfish or something? I don't know. It was delicious. Uh, yeah, whatever it was, it was good. So. 
Oh, what a wonderful night. And then let's see. I, I know I went to bed at like three in the morning. And uh, how did you get up this morning? I, you know what? I'm not really sure. <laughs> Six a.m. came early, and I did get a workout. It was only Kim and I that showed up. Well, Hyundai no. Kim. Yeah, like and me. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the other guy. I was the yeah, Korean. Yeah. <laughs> Korea showed up. All right, and, and then Justin from Australia. He showed up, but he was late again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so all right, let's get into our last day. What, what do you? Uh, all right, Sam. You know what? Start us off because you know you're coming in late, but I'm coming a, in late. That's right. What, what was day three all about? What did we talk about? Uh, today was oh, we kicked off with the Axis guys doing their um, talking about their polycons, and then we Axis you know, partner yeah, of Erosa. Partner, partner of Erosa. Well, no, no, um, they've well, been a partner so for a while now. Yeah. 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 They've been, you know what? They've, they've been good to us. They yeah. have. You guys. Yes. Us. Hey, I'm us. I'm one, I'm us. I'm one of us. Yeah. Hey, no, I'm yeah. us. No, their wireless RCS is really good. Yeah. They've, uh, they've already fitted one of the Portuguese helicopters, the AW 119er. Oh, nice. And we got to test it out in uh, Heli Rescue in 19. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Uh, Mary Turva. Yeah. And yeah, every cool. member that went there did a hoist rescue with different ho hoist operators. Yeah. And everybody worked out with their gear. Oh, and, excellent. Uh, we had a good show. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, they sponsor the podcast too, which is, I mean, access is, outside of that, like, I actually use the product in live on my helicopters as well. I absolutely love it. Highly recommend it to anybody out there. But they, you know what, one of the nice things about their lecture is they actually talked about real world scenarios of, yeah. mm. hey guys, this is being used and this is a rescue by, I think it was the Dutch off the top of my head. Swedish. Swedish, sorry, that's probably the second time I've done that. The Swedes, so they do this rescue and all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind. No, they're on comms with the aircraft, out of sight, on comms. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, so. Nice. It was. And then we moved into Collins Aerospace. They gave a pretty good and in-depth um, discussion on their hoists. Rescue hoists. Obviously yeah. most, I think probably the majority of the, um, the members are probably hanging off a Goodrich hoist. Um, and again, yeah. uh, um, a little bit more recent partner, but they've been, yeah. they've been fantastic to the association. Yeah, well. I use that Absolutely. hoist as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and actually, then, you know what? Uh, let's talk about that a little bit because they really broke down their voice and what's did. coming in the future. Yeah, they did. It, it was, was it, like a lot of FAA and EASA re regulations yeah. that are popping up. Yeah. So big changes in our yeah. community. Oh, yeah. For this year, because yeah. I know their FAA um, ratings have already been signed. Yeah. EASA is to be supposed to be signed before the end of the year. But a lot of new sensors, a lot yeah. of things that are going to keep us safe. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said to me the other day, I was like, uh, yeah, this is great. I'll see that in 10 years. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which is probably pretty accurate. <laughs> but you know what? It's all right. You know, I, things are moving forward, and, and they're, they're doing it. And they're coming out here to tell us about it. So I, I'm stoked about that. Yeah. And then, um, then we moved on to a session or a briefing from um, Lenny Pedersen um, from Norway. And... Linda. Uh, Sorry, Lena. Lena. Um, Lena. Lena. Uh, you know, and, I, um, I have forgotten her name like four times this whole time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not great with the pronunciations, unfortunately. That's why we have one of our translators here for everything that's yeah. in Portuguese. Yes. Um, but, I mean, this was just another wow. sensational insight into the high level stuff that the Norwegians are oh doing. They're just, uh, yeah. it's just incredible. The mountain rescue. Um, uh, procedures and rescues that she um, ran us through are just just next level, just yeah. next level. Um, and yeah, it was just. 
I, let me, let me, because I yeah. learned something today as well with that, which was really impressive. And for people that don't know, she's up at like, what was it, like three, well, 3,000 feet, and then there's another 1,000 feet up on the mountain. And I'm probably yeah. exaggerating with it. No, probably not. Because no, it's, it was 1,000 meters. Yeah. Oh, 1,000 meters. Yeah. Oh, meters. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, my bad. That, not that a thousand little bit feet. there is 1,000 meters. Yeah. Enough. You're like, what? what? That mountain but, doesn't look so, yeah. so yeah. big with the but, helicopter in front of it. Right. It's like 830. One of the craziest things to me, and I'm like, holy shit. So I said it. Oh, my bad. My bad. Right. So no, you're, you're, good, you're good. You're oh, good. Oh, we're good. We're good. You okay. can say that in Portugal. You're fine. <laughs> but she goes down with a drill, drills into the rock, yeah. drops pins in, like anchors, three anchors, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, okay, now I can disconnect from the helicopter because I'm anchored to the rock that I just drilled into the rock. What? And the, uh, yeah, it blows my mind. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we use another like. 300 foot rope and then we're gonna like ratchet strap it up to the helicopter with the hoist deck and it, uh, i'm yeah. blowing my mind and you know what you guys are all gonna learn about it because we're gonna get her on here oh yeah. wait yeah, yeah. Wait. you like that i dropped that on there yeah. so now you have no choice yeah come on let's go <laughs> yeah it was um yeah it was it was sensational and yeah you were just sort of each slide came along and your jaw just dropped a little bit further about <laughs> yeah. what, what it was that she was doing and you just holy crap um yeah insane absolutely insane um then where do we move on to the board Lunch. meeting oh board meeting Adrian. oh, yeah. oh yes. let's oh, brush over that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. ben was here? relieved yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 we went into game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> you've been voted off the island <laughs> <laughs> didn't get voted off the island just got voted so you know what? Game, Game of Thrones is probably a better rate. Yeah, you've been dethroned. <laughs> We're still keeping him. Yeah, We're still yeah. Keeping him. It's all good. You know what? We we got a new member stepping up. Well done. And Thank you uh, very much. yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna take over for the next two years at least because yeah. you got to get us to Ireland. Hey! hey! Now, now it's gonna be Portuguese and Irish setting up the new meeting so I'm going to take Neville and listen the hell out of it <laughs> it's going to be oh, this is happening it happened before <laughs> I have this problem you're going to be fine <laughs> there is no problem that Finnish can solve yeah <laughs> oh it's great now, now, now we're going to have the opportunity to, to really try and go a step further as we've been doing every RSM get more members, to get more expertise of other countries. We had 22 countries represented uh, it was in this awesome. RSM. Yeah. That is a load of countries. Yeah, yeah. When you go, when you go from South Korea to America, Canada, you, Lithuania, Venezuela. Latvia, yeah. And you see the different experiences and the different uh, methods of working. And you, you can try and figure out why they do that. And that is going to make everyone safer because you see how their mind works. Yeah. And I, I got blown away. I'm going to drop this because uh, in South Korea, the Hyundai Kim is qualified in five helicopters. Qualified in five helicopters. Yeah, five. How many of us are qualified in more than one? Uh, currently, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I know at least one or they are qualified in one or two, yeah. but five is just getting around that, my yeah. mind around it. And that's like knowing it forward, backwards, doing post-flights, through flights. You know every system on that aircraft. 
Yeah, crazy. But that brings me to the experience that's shared from all the nations. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do in Knox RSM, go to Ireland, yeah. get more more people from more countries so yeah. we all come together yeah. and we can all share. You know, learn. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, the, the one thing that stuck out to me through, through this meeting as well in particular is that we all have the same problems. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and we just we, come up with different ideas how to solve them. Yeah. That's what we're, we're actually getting yeah. here, you know. It's, it's, and that's, that's what I think is the, the key to all of this. It's, it's fantastic. It yeah. is, you know, in different languages and translators and stuff, which is okay too. Thanks <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and then... The demo. Then, then oh, it was a demo. Yeah. oh, the demo. Oh, the demo. I think yeah. my f um, this is going to sound really funny. My favorite part of the demo was the unexpected lifeboat going past. Right. <laughs> and then finding out that the very next aircraft that was supposed to demo followed that lifeboat. And we were all just going. And it was a it was real so cool. rescue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my job. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, it was badass. Yeah. Three helicopters. Yeah. We got the... Um, Three Leonardo helicopters. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. And we got the MK95 links from our Portuguese Navy. Yeah. Doing this uh, land rescue in, uh, in the Qashqai's... Uh, what do you call it? Marina. Marina, yeah. In their helipad. And they gave us a uh, showing of what you can do with a rescue leader and land. Then we got the AW119er Koala yep. from 552 Squadron. And he showed us... What, how to do uh, water rescue with uh, a single stroke, and he did um, with um, litter. Litter, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we he had to go around because the H101 got called for operational yeah. rescue <laughs> ten clicks away. So he's chilling in the water. He's like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. chill here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> or, our victim was one of our rescue swimmer students who started in February. Ah, so, nice. Yeah, yeah well, he needed to stay out there for a minute. Yeah, that was learning. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're fine. It's training. We've got spare. Yeah, yeah we've all been there. <laughs> Fodder. Um, now, but then we got the EH101 that did a rescue uh, litter from the water, yeah. which for the Portuguese, it's very different from what I've seen in other countries. We will do man and rescue leader down the wire to the water, yep. then come up with the victim, yeah. which is from what I've seen from all of the countries, nobody does it really like that from the water. Our training comes from um, fast, our training comes from uh, trying to rescue fast jet uh, oh, fighters yeah. yep. in the water yep. because our territory is 63 times the water, 63 times the, the size of the land. Yeah, so we've that's, got uh, the that's second, a lot. second biggest search and rescue region in the world wow. combined because it's Fear um, Azores and Fear Lisbon. Wow. And that's why we train the way we train and it translates into um, civilians are that way yeah. because we are military Portuguese Air Force. Dang. Yeah. But, Impressive. Yeah. But we got the first three ship formation in Eurosa. Oh. And, oh, and we got the first operational rescue in a demo. So try and beat that, mic drop. Well, all right, so we already know the Irish is gonna bring five helicopters, so you're out on that one. As far as a real rescue, eh, we could probably stage something. I got you. It'd be amazing what we could arrange with. Uh, <laughs> Go pull the plug in the boat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Well, it was it was a great demonstration. And one yeah. thing that, that Sam and I were talking about was as the rescue swimmer was going down, in both the koala and the, the merlin, they did not spin at all. And mm. they were doing yeah. this, they were doing the flutter kicks yeah. in the air on the yeah. way down. Yeah. And they were just, they did not spin one little bit. And yeah. So. That is something we trained heavily uh, during the first flights. That, and, and we have 10 safety rules. Uh, that is one of the safety rules we always have to look at the objective. And we, when we get trained, especially when we start going down with the rescue leader, you have a, a training curve, a learning curve. Yeah, yeah. And once you get past that, it's really, really easy. You use, you use the rescue leader like a, it looks like a little uh, a wing. So you're turning left, you're turning left, you put the, the rescue leader behind your back to the right, and you start turning right, and you keep yourself oh. moving forward. But like I said, we've all got things to learn from each other. Yeah, yeah that's correct. But yeah. this goes, just goes towards the reason why we do it, because we do uh, long SAR missions. And one of the, the, what do you call it, the main principles of that is being effective and fast. So we don't, we don't want to go through the cycles that a lot of people go through, that you man goes down or highland goes down, and yeah. we can do, can do highland, especially in uh, rough sea conditions. Yeah. But it's, the point of it is res man in rescue gear goes down, man and victim go up. Yeah. And that's what we train for, being fast and effective. So it's, it's always a trade-off trade when you go to risk assessment because the whole crew is in danger while you're up in the, in the operations area. That's why we do it. But like, like I said, I've seen um, many ways to do it. Either well, the victim will go up and you use a Y uh, sling mm -hmm. so you can accompany it. And I get that because it goes to your company's risk appetite. You know, we've all got uh, different um, employers, yeah. either yeah. CHC and Irish Coast Guard. Yeah, anyway. Well, you know what, it, I, I'll tell you what, you made actually a great point there, and that's that uh, it's, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> there's a little, a little side joke going on here that uh, nobody can see or hear, that's awesome, I love it. Uh, but you know what, it, I love options, and I love teaching options everywhere I go, so um, it, it's, it's impressive to watch. So you've just given me another option as to like, oh wow, that, that worked. It worked yeah. well. No, so. that worked. But uh, one advice: when you try it, you have to really think about what you're going to do. Okay. It's not something that occurs naturally. It has to be no, seriously, because <laughs> I've seen people, and uh, I was a um, rescue swimmer student myself, and I've seen. Really, my you were? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was born with fins. <laughs> That's like the rest of us. <laughs> no, but, like I said. <laughs> It is a learning curve, and it, it, it uh, takes a lot of uh, time to get everybody's knowledge up to point. Yeah. It's not just the rescue swimmers, it's the hoist operator and the pilots knowing what we're gonna do and how to fly so we don't spin it. Like I said, look to your fellow brothers, see how to do it, ask, and ask for advice, not mm. just to validate your own opinions. Right. It, it, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah. it, no, be, what do you call it, how can I say, be ready to receive comments. Yeah. Not, don't, don't talk because you, I'm going to talk a big game 
and just I'm gonna do what I want. I just want to validate my opinion. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Oh, well, it was a great demo, man. Uh, you know, like you guys, you guys put on a show today. It was, it was you know, rock solid to all the crews that were out there that actually did it. You know, um, it was good. So, is there, uh, man, that that was this was one hell of a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We, let's um, actually, Ben, if you don't mind, give one more shout out to all the sponsors that, that helped make this happen for everybody. Uh, yeah, it was just amazing. Well, first of all, Evo and the crew on the ground, all our members from the Portuguese Air Force just, just turned on an amazing event. And obviously that was supported by the, the Portuguese Air Force, the city of Cascais. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, our platinum partners, LSC. Um, our gold partners, Leonardo, Light Flight, and Usuit. And obviously we had Collins Aerospace and Axness in as our silvers. And then Airbed Rescue, Iridium Waterproof Communication Systems. Cressy was our big race day sponsor. Then we had CAC, Global Sys, HeliSafe, and AirSafe, who just, yeah, all came in and just, yeah, helped us put on this amazing event. It was unreal. It was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what, guys, I appreciate you guys doing the debrief with me. Um, again, for my first meeting, this was uh, unreal. I, I'm already excited about Ireland. I've already got ideas for Ireland. and I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, you, got, you got one more? We got one more. We might have one more. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun no matter what, what we do, how we do it. Who? You want to drop one more? Uh, no, it's well. We've got our on-season events, which is every two years okay. for our sim. But just dropping it hot because we've got an off-season event in the Canary Islands, Heli Trauma. Look forward to it. All right. Yeah. I, you know what? I, how, how does it? Oh yeah. You know what? Let's drop this real quick. How does everybody find out about Eurosa and and those rescue swimmers and all these other countries? How, how? Where do we go? Kim, where are we going? Word of mouth. Okay, there's number one. Yeah. Eurosa.com. Eurosa.com. Uh, what, what is it? What is it saying in Irish? So we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, go, go, go. <laughs> Eurosa.com. Yeah. What about Australia? Can I hear it in Australian? Well, we speak Queen's English down there. Eurosa.com. Eurosa.com. Okay, got it. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, unless you got anything else. Anything? Uh, Nothing? Can we go get pizza, please? Yeah, and maybe a beer? Yeah. All right. So you guys have listened to this podcast enough, right? So you know how I end it, right? (laughs) All right. On on three. One, two, three. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we we are out of here. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Rescue Podcast. Please take a minute to like, subscribe, and hit that share button. I'm pulling chocks and taking off. But before I go, if anyone out there has a rescue story they would be willing to share, I would be humbled and honored to have you on as a guest. Or if you have any questions about rescue or anything else we talk about here, send an email to jason at therealrescue.com. That's jason at t-h-e-r-e-a-l-r-e-s-q.com. You can also check us out on our web pages, therealrescue.com, our Facebook page, and our Instagram page, at The Real Rescue. 
Again, a special thank you to all of you standing on the watch today. Always remember, when that SAR alarm goes off, those in distress are praying for a miracle. They are going to get you. Until next time, fly safe and swim hard. <laughs>